Hey, 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 yes, you are in the right place. This is a Yup podcast, but just a quick shout out to Norway. Hey, you are putting the Yup podcast on the map. Yes, Yup, I got you. It's trending in Norway. Hey, Norway, thank you. You other countries listening out there, hey, put me on the map. Hey, and then a quick shout out for my brother, Mike Baldwin, who has a new endeavor. That is icecreamgraphics.com, where you find totally original cool graphics. They are dead on for what you want. So go visit Mike Baldwin at icecreamgraphics.com. So I, and then the word scream, then graphics, then .com. You know how to find it. Yes, I screwed it up before, but this is a new and better day. Any anybody remember Rod Sterling and the Twilight Zone? Yeah, kind of, kind of creepy. You know that just that weird kind of place. Well, now nah, we're not really going to the Twilight Zone, but we are definitely going to the Woo Woo today. And so, looking forward to chatting with you about the Woo Woo. Wow, we got some spam here. So we're gonna. What are we gonna do here? We're gonna try to find the intro music. This is one of those cool bloopers as you're watching me in the studio here, and I probably shouldn't have my phone here. And so we had that kind of cool intro. Well, not the coolest intro, but we're going to the intro music. Hey, 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 we're finally getting past the technical difficulties here. Really, they're they're the Tom Baldwin difficulties as he is in the podcasting studio that is the closet of Tom and Adrian Baldwin located in the beautiful Gallatin Valley, Belgrade, Montana. Just got too many things going on here. And I was just like, had my little board in the wrong place. So I'm trying to find the right buttons. And then the little phone thing goes off and it's spam. And I'm like trying to silence the phone. So yes, here we are. <laughs> Welcome to the Yacht Podcast. Your host, Tom Baldwin, the purveyor, the dispenser, the fire hose of redneck wisdom coming out at you today we're gonna crank that hydrant up and we are gonna blast you with that redneck wisdom like we always do hey i so appreciate you why do i appreciate you okay it's one thing just to say that but those of you that listen i know you're of a different kind of bent and you're of the bent where you're trying to improve your life and maybe you're like me there's some areas you really struggle in and it it, it is a constant battle but there's also some areas that you've had some real victory and you're looking for more of those and you're willing to listen to some weirdo, some weird redneck guy in Belgrade, Montana, that uh, to get some tips and leverage on stuff in life. And I just say kudos. I mean, everybody that wants to improve their life and is looking at ways and dropping baggage and whatever the case, you are my tribe. I appreciate you. Yes, you have. Yeah, I just think you're awesome. So thank you for being you and I tried to make that not sound so cheesy. It really sounds cheesy. I don't know why some things when I say them, I'm just like, whoa, that was really good. And other times it's like, cheese ball, cheese ball. Oh, listen, my little microphone stand makes kind of a cool sound doing um, really cheesy. And so I apologize that I really do appreciate you. So today's podcast is brought to you by none other than that incredible guy, Tom Baldwin. 
Yep, hard worker, contractor here in Belgrade, Montana, out of his own pocket, giving back to you. Yes, I mean, really, all I do is pay for all the stuff that goes into the podcast. And some of you are really generous out there. And thank you for your gifts. And I so appreciate it. But that isn't why I do it. I do it because I have a heart for people. I care about people. And I don't want to see you make more mistakes than you have to. Sometimes we have to make mistakes and I totally realize that. And sometimes it's often a part of life, but if you can listen to some redneck and hear some of his mistakes, some of the wisdom that he's gleaned from some of his mistakes, that's the product that we're selling. Little ease, make your life easier, make your life better, create like pull some of the pain or the potential pain out of your life. That's what I'm about. And so that is the product that we're dispensing here. So we are a dispensary, maybe not the one that you're looking at, not quite the effect, but more and more of those are becoming available. So, you know, gummies, here we come. No, (laughs) just kidding. Not kidding. Just kidding. Not kidding. What is it? I joke with my wife about that. And she's like, are you kidding or not kidding? Are you kidding? Are you not? She's, by the way, she's not a fan. And (laughs) I kind of tease her about it. I shouldn't tease her about it, but I do a little bit. So who knows if the the gummies are on the horizon or not. And uh, Greg, man, yeah, maybe by the time I have this, I'll have some gummies to share. (laughs) Oh, all right. So today we're going to talk about something and it is that it's totally the name of the podcast and it's something that's really hard to put words to. And there's been a lot of words used for it over the years, like intuition or premonition or a sense or a sixth sense, you know, something like that. And I'm just calling it the woo woo. And I I use the woo woo for like that stuff that I would call fourth dimension stuff. Sometimes we know stuff that we shouldn't, there's no logical reason in the three dimensions that we live in that we should be able to know stuff or have understandings about stuff or just have a sense about stuff. And so since it isn't that tangible, we often discard it. And I just want you to not discard it because I have been, oh, probably since November of 2021, really focus, focusing in, in, in my personal life and even in my community life about relationships. And, and it seems to be an appropriate season just about really focusing in on relationships, how to deepen relationships, how to keep relationships that are going right now, take them to the next level, take them to the deeper level, prevent them from like cycling out and then just getting a whole new batch of friends, which as we get older becomes a lot harder. And so it's it's those investments that we have. How do we keep those? And part of that is I believe we really have to engage that woo-woo or that intuition, whatever you want to call it, that sixth sense, that just how you know things or you feel things that are that are just kind of beyond you. And and today, probably gonna focus on because I've kind of been on this bent on nar- narcissism and we've kind of been touching the the whole dark psychology thing because it's such a huge part of my life it, it really is it is part of my life story so it, it is part of my story I'm, I'm not real proud of it and you know i i still have a few tendencies in that area but but not too many and so and practitioners of, of dark psychology they are really good at reading people and they're they probably do. They're really good at accessing that fourth dimensional sense, that that kind of sense where they kind of know things and they even, you know, can have empathy and, and they just, uh, you know, as, as part of their manipulation and control and, you know, it, it makes what they do seem really genuine because they're, they're kind of 
well, they're able to access things on a, another dimension. And we're just like, wow, that that's really genuine. And they must be really empathic because they know that, but they're just really accessing that, that fourth dimensional sense to, to get an idea of what's going on in your life, you know, combined with really good observation skills. Um, yeah, narcissists, controllers, practitioners of dark psychology are really good observers of people and really good at adding up the tells and the clues that happen by observing people and listening closely to the conversation and, and knowing, you know, the conversation what's beneath the surface. And you're just like, Tom, wow, all this stuff is so deep. And it's like, it almost kind of makes my head spin. And that's kind of why it's really scary to be around narcissists and, and, and people that have control issues because, yeah, there's so much going on uh, beneath the surface that it just makes your head spin. And if if you're not that type of person or, you know, you just don't engage on that level, it's just like, whoa, this is just too much and too complicated. And that's probably good. So you can just bow out of those situations. But I want to, everybody has that sense. And I just want to, maybe bring up something from your past that will just kind of confirm it, that there's something in you. And, and we can argue about what it is later, you know, whether it's a spirit or I, I would argue that it's your spirit. It's that part of you that lives on after death, but not all of you are on that same page. And so that's okay. But I think if we go back and somewhere along the journey, I think you've had an experience like this when you possibly, for me, it was walking into like a cigarette uh, newspaper type of store when I was younger and walking in and everything looks normal. But as soon as you walk in, your skin just crawls and you cannot wait to get out of there. And so for some of you, maybe it wasn't a store. Maybe it was uh, a person or somebody's house or yeah, an interaction, uh, somebody had a glance at you and you're just like, your, your skin crawled. And I just want to argue with you. That is that fourth dimensional sense. Everything appeared normal, okay? Even possibly, you know, you're looking around, you're assessing it. And in my case, everything looked normal, but I could not get out of there fast enough. And in my case, I found out later that, yes, there that was a place where very nefarious, you like that word, nefarious, activities were going on and you know later in my life and it helped bring some confirmation like so when I meet people and I have that sense and, and I've been able to you know I'm much less likely to dismiss that sense and so when I first meet someone I really pay attention to that sense and kind of the vibe I get and I confess you know sometimes I've been wrong but more often than not I'm right and that it, it plays out that I'm right and so I think that's a protective mechanism. It is. And do I know where it comes from? Well, I have a belief as a man of faith where it comes from and, and that I believe it's something that is in that God dimension, that dimension where spirit is and where spirit accesses. But I'm not going to, it's not going to be a hill that I die on arguing that point. I just, I may more want to make the point that it, it exists and it exists for our protection to see things that are beneath the surface that we can't see with our five senses, maybe see, you know, smell, hear, taste, that is beyond the surface, but it's dangerous. And so when we run into people, and this is especially true in people, because some of the most dangerous people that I've met 
there's no reason that you should ever consider them dangerous. It's actually, if you read a lot of books on success and successful people, these are the people that you want to hang around with, the people that you want to hang lunch, have lunch with, and you know, the people that you want to glean things from. And actually for a season, I really bought into that, even though, okay, I had this woo-woo feeling. I'm just going to give you one story. It's actually about a person that's not a close friend, but a friend slash acquaintance, you know, a little more than acquaintance, um, but not a deep friendship and not someone that I spend any amount of quality time. But when we meet at gatherings and stuff, I really enjoy. But when I first met him and he's really successful and I was looking at, you know, trying, I've always got some business idea I want to launch. And um, this is one that I'm still pretty serious about, but I haven't had a lot of time to pursue it which yes, it's an excuse and we'll just call the BS that that's an excuse. Okay. And if it was really important, Tom would get after it. So Tom is going to get after it. Anyway, gosh, I love those rabbit trails. There's something in me that's just like, this isn't the person that you want to mentor you. And, you know, as I looked more into his life, it was just like, eh, I'll get into that into a second. Um, But I, I really wanted, and so I took him out to lunch and was just asking him questions. And, you know, he did give me a lot of valuable input, but some of that input just went against, like, my core values. And I was just like, eh, you know. And so I looked more into this person's personal life. They would wreck everything for success. And they almost, okay, fortunately for them, they did not sacrifice everything for success but they almost did. And okay. Yeah. I said friend slash acquaintance. And so we talked about narcissism kind of up there on that higher end. I wouldn't say a deep narcissist, but just really needy for affirmation and not that open to criticism, some criticism. Okay. And was open to criticism, but not that much. And I went back and I was like, gosh, I got to trust that initial thing. Because as I went deeper into it, I was like, yeah, yeah, that was. And yeah, this is kind of a, I don't know, it's a hard subject because I think you can, you can relate to what I'm saying. And since then, I have went after more successful people and I found out it's like, you can have success without sacrificing everything to get it. Now you have to work awful darn hard and I do work awful darn hard and I pursue every opportunity. But this person in particular, it was almost, and we're getting into more woo-woo wordishes, but like a curse, unless you sacrifice everything, unless you almost break everything, you can't be successful. And I've just not found that to be true. Now, and I'm kind of, you can hear me waffling. There's a fine line, and I'm never not going to argue that you don't work your beef off, okay? But I don't think success is worth ruining relationships. I think you got to work your beef, your beef off to provide for your family and to bring things onto the table. But there becomes a point where it just gets excessive. And in this person's case, it was a real need for affirmation. And I don't have that. I have, fortunately... And I shared in the last podcast, some of that built in and spent a lot of time building more of that in so I can be a stable person and I can really, yeah, take criticism. And if somebody really lays me out, it's like, I can really look at it and I'm, I'm not going to be hurt and offended. 
So the woo-woo goes even farther. It's like, it really, I think it helps us avoid because uh, these people that are really successful, they often break their bodies because the need for affirmation and break their bodies and often break the people around them in need for affirmation. And so when you get connected with them, their need doesn't stop. And then you're getting trained into this world. And so that woo-woo is kind of that thing out there where it's just like, dude, you can't see, but beneath the surface, there's stuff. It's almost like, a, oh, say there's like uh, invisible ink warning. And the woo-woo is like illuminates the ink that says, warning, warning, things are not like they seem. Oh, I, all right, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up here. I'm going to tell you about two moments or two interactions I had, and they had to do with business and where my woo-woo sensor went off in, in one case pretty hugely. And the other case, yeah, it went off, but I, I didn't pay attention in either case, but one case was a job for a contractor that I had done a number of jobs for, and uh, I was pretty busy. And he asked me, he's like, would you come look at this job? And I'm like, you know, I'm too busy. I just can't take it. And he's like, would you just please just come look at it? And I was like, you know, I can't take it. And he's like, well, all right, well, come look at it. And so I, I finally went up and looked at it. I said, let me think about it. And for me to think about it is, well, as a man of faith, I'm going to pray about it and I'm going to apply the fourth dimensional, you know, woo woo sensor to it. And so I went and looked at it and I knew right away, it's like, dude, do not take this job. Don't even work it for a day. Don't even work it for a week. And so I went back and said, no, you know, absolutely not. And he asked me, and this is somebody I work for, okay? And yeah, I care about the people that I have relationships with. So I cared about, he just worked it for two weeks. Tom didn't pay attention to that. Woo-woo, I did. I went up there, worked it for two weeks, lost thousands of dollars, ruined the relationship, almost ended up in court, okay? Should have paid attention to the woo-woo. Well, the latest one was similar. I had this fella come call me up and right off the bat, way too friendly, way too friendly. Like first text I got is, Hey brother, got your name from so-and-so and, -so and uh, would really like to work with you. And so we had a number of conversations over text and I, the whole time I'm just like, woo woo is going off. Okay. But everything on the surface is, is pretty good. And it's pretty upright and, and met with him and, and looked at a job and, uh, I'll tell you, looking back, there were signs other than the woo-woo. There were signs, okay? When someone perpetually talks about themselves and tells you story after story, ding, 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 narcissist, narcissist. Why? Because their life is so important that they're going to tell you about it all the time, okay? Ding, 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 ding. And, you know, never asked me about mine and always had some story. And, you know, every one of his stories were about drug use, criminal activity, and yeah, so you're just like, Tom, doesn't seem like you would have needed the woo-woo sensor on that. Well, the woo-woo sensor was going off. And in hindsight, there were a lot of other things that I should have paid attention to. But like a lot of us, okay, then here's where the trap comes. And here's what we want to pay attention to. I needed some work. Sometimes we need friendships. We're lonely. I mean, we can get those crazy people in our lives, those crazy friends, those crazy girlfriends, boyfriends into our lives because we're needy. And it's really important when you're looking at new relationships and new friendships, it's like try to satisfy that need or try to quell that need as much as possible because it just, it helps that focus and clarity. But I was needy and I wasn't able to look at it accurately and I went into it and 
oh, I don't remember what the loss of that was, four or $5,000 in court, lots of turmoil. And so there are some of you out there where your woo-woo is going off and these relationships are telling you, you know, just stay away. I'm telling you, that's a gift. We can argue where, where it's from. I, I, I believe firmly that it's from God, but I believe that you have it. And it doesn't matter where you believe it comes from. It is your gift to protect yourself because you are valuable. I believe you're valuable. And the whole point of this podcast is to give credence to something that's very real, but not very tangible. And we all have it within us. As I opened up with that story, everybody could feel or go back to that time where you felt that. And maybe you felt it recently, okay? Sometimes we get numbed as we get older and we expose ourselves to maybe more stuff than we should. And that little thing gets a little numb, but it can be revived and resensitized. And it is something calling it into awareness and into the the realm of consciousness again, and it can serve us well. And so just protect yourself. And I'm so, I'm an advocate of relationships and I believe that we can overcome a lot, but there are just some things out there that are really toxic that are probably better avoided that, uh, a therapist is better to equip. And so, you know, you think about it this way. If you just ignore all those people, eventually they'll have to go to the therapist because it's the only person that's going to talk to them. And so they'll get help that way. So, you know, just feel like you're part of the process when you ignore them and withhold relationship. You're just driving them to the therapist sooner to get healing sooner. Dude, I'm not. We'll just leave it at that. Hey, I so appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the podcast, supporting the podcast, being faithful listeners. Uh, Go out there, do something great because I got you. I do. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.